Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. Hey, everybody, welcome. Hey, everybody, welcome. Hey, everybody, welcome to Doug and Renee. Hey, it's Married Life. We're just doing our thing. This is the first (laughs) Monday or Sunday in the March. In the March. This is the first Sunday. We do this in one take, y'all. This is the first Sunday in March. So we're starting a new topic, dear. Yes, dear, but can I say hello to the people? Say hello to the people. You just went on a rant. Say hello to the people. You went into our intro and everything, which, anyway. Say hello to the people. Hey, people. All right. Renee's here, too. Doug Doug is not flying solo, even though he rolled up in here like he was flying solo. My wife says hello. She (laughs) wants to tell you all hello. Hello, Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. So as... Oh, I got a sneeze and it won't come. First month, first month, first week in March, 2023. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm looking at you like that because that sneeze means God is trying to tell you. <laughs> What's God trying to tell me? I don't know. You wasn't, you wasn't letting me talk and I was feeling some kind of way. So maybe God was trying to tell you to shit it. <laughs> <laughs> And let your wife talk too. <laughs> you just said hello. I said hello. And then you went on to say my wife said hello. They heard me say hello. Anyway, oh. y'all, this is the the beginning of March, the first week. <laughs> Go ahead, babe. Yes, this is our first episode. So we are on a new topic. We completed two months already, two uh, different topics. And if you ask me what they were on top of my head, I don't remember. What? No, we just finished the topic. What no one. What told no one told us. And yeah. us, yes. What, but what we do in January, I don't remember. Without looking, I don't remember. Hey, we moving right along. Yeah, we moving if, if along. If you want to find out how we started the year off, just go back to January. Uh, we do recommend that you subscribe to our podcast. Yes, and that click way, that little button. When you subscribe, you'll get automatic updates that tell you. That there is a new episode. You don't have to keep going into the app. You'll get a friendly reminder that there is a new episode for you yep. to tune into, which You'll we do our best to record weekly. Or whatever your notification, however your notification sound on your phone. All right. So this month, we are talking about an exciting subject we believe the Lord gave us. And it's just three simple words. This is us. This is us. T I U. T stands for this. The I stands for is. The U stands for us. This is us. Doug and Renee. Doug and Renee. I'm not saying it. Okay. So we're <laughs> this this week. On This Is Us, we are going to talk about, uh, well, there, there's a song, and I don't, I'm not, 
the title of the song. Waymaker. Waymaker. Thank you, dear. Yes, dear. There's a song called Waymaker. Different different artists have covered it. And so whichever artist you feel um, comfortable listening to. But the the song goes Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper. Light in the darkness. There you go. Come on. Come on. My God, that is who you are. Okay. So Waymaker, <laughs> Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper. Light in the darkness. So this week, we are going to give you little insight snippets from our 35 plus years of marriage when it just, we're just going to do Waymaker this week. We feel like this is what God wants us to share with you all about different ways that he's made a way when out of no way when it comes to our marriage, because there are times where people are going through things and the enemy will tell you nobody else has gone, gone through it. You're going through it alone. And so we just want to encourage you because we know the word says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony, their testimony. Mm-hmm. So it is important for people to hear testimonies of how God made ways, open doors, did things that no one else could have done. So if you're listening to us, we're just going to give it to you as we remember it. Yeah. And <laughs> and then also the enemy will tell you that there's no way you're going to get out of this situation um, and give you opportunities or excuses to do something out of the will of God because it looks like there's no way you're going to get out of that situation but what we want to share and this podcast is probably going to be more like a testimony mm-hmm. service of how God is the waymaker when it seems like there's no way out of no way God is the waymaker yes. he is our maker and he is our waymaker yeah cuz it's it's good to to read the bible and you can read stories about how God made ways in biblical days but sometimes you need to see and know you need a personal testimony yes yeah. uh, that somebody you can touch and see and hear and say oh if he did it for Doug and Renee yes he can do it for us yes so thank you for listening come back now nah, just joking <laughs> somebody's like well what happened to the waymaker <laughs> so uh do you want to start I mean I could start because we okay. had this conversation today when we were coming back from our road trip, we was just talking about the podcast um, and reflecting back on some of the things. And we've always tried to be transparent here, as much as uh, the God, as much as God would allow you all. Because mm-hmm. um, again, we always say not everything is for public consumption. Not everything in your marriage, you need to share every detail of your marriage. However, God brings you out of some things and makes a way, and it's not just for you. It's for you to share with someone else so that they can see that, okay, if God did it for them, as Doug just said, he could do it for you too. Yes. So I'm going to start with early on in our marriage. We're going uh, back almost back, three decades. Yeah. We've been married 35 plus years, so this was probably an our first second year <laughs> maybe yes. yeah probably two two years of marriage i said three decades yeah okay 30 years 
As we and remember it. As we remember it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just know it was early on in our marriage because we only had our one son and he was a toddler. And I was in the Navy. And you were in the service. Yes. yes. And um, we did not know how to manage our finances. And I, when I say we, it was me because he was on, um, he was out to sea a lot and he was um, on different tours and, and things and therefore, it was my responsibility to manage paying bills. I had no clue what I was doing. And therefore, we had uh, bills that uh, accumulated. But it and, wasn't just you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, initially. I'm, I'm saying initially. Oh, yeah. The, well, there were some other yeah. decisions that we, that we made, like we, buying cars. Cars, the, plural. Cars that we didn't need to have. We didn't need to have two cars. We couldn't afford. That we couldn't afford. (laughs) That was the key. We couldn't afford it. Yes. But, um, you know, you buy stuff on credit and it's like, oh, no problem. Right. And And when you're in the military, they was giving, they'll give you credit. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know what, back then anyway. Because they know you got that guaranteed paycheck twice a month. So, yeah, we, we went in purchased a couple of cars that we probably should not have yes. purchased at least maybe one one was probably would have been enough right but we bought two right and and I think what we did was we made the decision to move further out which required two cars yes mm-hmm. and then we Bad anyway, decision. yeah, we bad, were making bad, bad decision. financial decisions. So, so I guess the, to keep in line with keeping the the podcast um, at a at a consumable time, mm-hmm. so people don't get too bored with with the uh, or too many details. We made some bad financial decisions, yep. including the cars. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot about that part, and um, the repo man came and got our. Our car, because God... That ain't right. That ain't right. I know we should say that after everything we did wrong. That ain't right. Um, and, and although at the time, it was hard for us to deal with... That ain't right. That ain't right. God was using that experience to teach us something. That was right. Yeah. And... Even after with it with doing the repo and other bills, we ended up filing for bankruptcy. That ain't right. That ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> and this was early on in our marriage. But although that seemed like, oh my gosh, we gotta, you know, we we jacked our credit up early in our marriage. Early. And we had to learn how to manage money and make better financial decisions and rebuild our credit. God was showing us that he would still make a way with one car. Mm-hmm. That ain't right. <laughs> um, and he made a way after us filing bankruptcy and we didn't have any credit. Because, you know, if anybody know anything about bankruptcy, at least three decades ago, nobody's giving you credit. Mm-hmm. You have to find a way. I can't even tell you. We didn't find a way. God was yeah, the way maker. For us to rebuild our credit. Because the only thing we were told was you couldn't do anything like seven years or however long it was. Right. We didn't we didn't have credit cards. Yeah, we didn't have we we didn't have credit cards before we filed. 
That's true. We we just didn't manage the money we had. That is true. That and, is true. And oh, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. No, go ahead. And the thing, and we were talking coming down in the car. Like when I was in the service, they would warn us to not go to certain types of dealerships, car dealerships, to get your car. It's like if you're gonna get your car. I have nothing against used car. If you own a used car lot, I have nothing against used car dealers. But where I was stationed, they specifically told us, stay away from any dealerships on this street, mm-hmm. on a certain street. Said they they just stay away from, go to a real, a reputable. Say, a reputable car dealership. Mm-hmm. And I did not listen. And this comes back to, I know it all. I was young, dumb. And just young. Yeah, it's like dumb. young getting a car, like, oh, yeah. yes. I'm You're not going to tell me where I could go to buy a car, blah, 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 blah. So we went to the place where we was told not to go, and we bought, we bought a car. I don't know if I ever told you this, but we, you know, when we bought the car, it was like we, we were told not to go over there to those dealerships. But, of course, they're like, hey, we'll finance you, so on and so forth not knowing any dealership would have financed us at that particular point in our lives. Looking back at it now, mm-hmm. looking back at the situation now, we could have went to any car dealership to get financing, but we went to um, ones that we were told not to go to. And it's like, yeah, we can get you in the car with a high interest yeah, rate. we were probably yeah. paying 18 19% interest. I don't know. We were just, yeah, just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just foolishness. We probably I didn't even know what interest was back then. Not like that. That Not ain't like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Not caring. All oh, those. We got a car. You got a car. I got a car. Everybody got a car, <laughs> and we just driving. And so had a car with no money. No money. We was we was we wasn't so even broke house we poor couldn't pay attention because we were we was renting. So we would we didn't even own our house. We, we was living in base housing. Yeah. So we yeah. were yeah. And if you know anything about military pay, I was a E two E two E three yeah something like that. And so it was just mismanagement of money. But I we said that to say how to bring this back to marriage is that sometimes there are warning signs before you get married. Don't do this. Somebody will warn you. Don't do this. Don't do that. Or you'll have, you know, a circle of friends or a trust or a prayer partner who you've confided in and they're warning you this person is not necessarily good for you or this person may not be have your best interests in mind. But yet we don't heed the advice of those who are in our lives. And so we were not saved at the time. Mm-hmm. And and can I add sure. to that? Let's bring it back to if you are married, if you are married, and you are uh, in the process of looking at buying a home or making some financial decision or a big purchase, and there are sometimes there are warning signs. Like Doug specifically got the warning; they told him verbally. You know, they gave some advice. Don't buy any vehicles from these type of dealerships Mm -hmm. in this military neighborhood because they're not reputable dealerships. And 
God will give you warning signs. And sometimes your spouse will say, I don't feel comfortable with making that financial decision. And sometimes you have to, not sometimes, you should be able to trust the God in your spouse. If your spouse is saying, let's pray about it, or I don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. about it, or something about that, uh, that, that deal that doesn't seem right to me, mm-hmm. then you should take heed to that because God will use your spouse to be a way maker out of a bad situation. Yes. Sometimes we look at God as a way maker. Oh, he made a way out of no way. He provided, he gave me. Sometimes God will make a way by closing doors mm-hmm. that you should not walk into. Sometimes God will make a way by steering you in another direction. And you have to listen to the warning signs. And um, sometimes they'll come through prayer. But a lot of times God will use somebody to actually say something to you that says, you know what, that's not a good sound financial decision or that this is not a good time to make that financial decision. And also, when you and your spouse are uh, making um, decisions that affect the entire household, I think, I believe we both think that you should be in agreement on that. If it's going to affect everyone in the house, which chances are Mm -hmm. it does, that should be something that you all are in agreement with, that someone isn't out going to buy a boat and maybe you can afford the boat, but now you are away from the house a lot because you're always on your boat fishing. That's a good point. Um, So just make sure that you're in agreement and respect your spouse's um, dis- not decision, but idea or feelings about the situation. And it, it's not, and it's not. We're not saying don't buy the boat, uh, but well, I'm not saying I don't want to put words in your mouth. If you're in agreement, buy the boat. But sometimes God will say no because if you buy the boat, then you don't go to church as much because Sunday is your day. To, to go, go boating, mm-hmm. you know, or you don't go to the meetings on Saturday that you used to go to because you got to do things. And, you know, buying if you buy the house, the big house on the hill, that's fine and dandy. But if you both, and I'm speaking, you know, if you're married, if you both have to work part-time jobs or somebody has to work a part-time job in addition to their full-time job mm-hmm. to help pay the bills, then is it worth it? Because, again, you're not seeing each other. So you got to think about the ramifications and repercussions repercussions. of your actions. And I believe this was part of the reason, again, coming back to us and purchasing the cars and going through the whole bankruptcy back, you know, in uh, 30 years ago, 30 plus years ago, is because one of the things we do now, we don't make rash decisions. We've learned over time. (laughs) <laughs> the hard way is, you know, we go somewhere and they're like, oh, you got to do it right now. Like, nope. Nope. Right. We don't, we, nope. we don't, we don't uh, fall um, to the, we don't succumb to the pressures, yes. I should say. Yeah. Like if we go to, I we haven't been to one of these in a while. What are those things called? Timeshare mm-hmm. things. Where you, they, you know, you go through the presentation, they're like, oh, they're pressuring you to, to buy a timeshare. It's like, no, we're not. We we need to sit 
and discuss and talk and pray and fast and do all these things because we've learned coming back to the cars and coming back to what happened, you know, 30 plus years ago that we need to be in agreement and we need counsel. We need to make wise decisions because we don't always want to be in a situation where God has to make a way out of no way. God gives you wisdom, you know, gives, and you should grow up, mature, and not, hopefully you're not making the same mistakes now at 30 plus years that you made 30 years ago. So you should mature, grow. Um, there's safety in the multitude of counsel. I forgot where that scripture is, or maybe I'm combining two scriptures, but I'll find it. I know, I believe it's in Proverbs, but we just wanted to let you know that God made a way because back then, you know, it was like, well, how are we going to get around? Because when I did get out the Navy, we did need another car. Yes. We mm. we actually did need another car because of... We live because of where we live. Yeah. It wasn't tra- public transportation. Yeah. And God made a way even after we made bad decisions. And we were talking... In the car car ride down was that many years later, and this was a few years ago, really, we went to... But you know what? Bef- before that, okay. can, I, can I give a story yeah, about ahead. Waymaker? Yeah. Um, so fast forwarding past the, um, the bankruptcy, you got out the service. Mm-hmm. I did. And we rebuilt our credit. That and I don't right. even know how that is right. <laughs> that, that was not the right timing for that. Okay. <laughs> we rebuilt our credit. That mm-hmm. is right. Um, we rebuilt our credit. Um, God did it. I don't even know how because we, we were still we were still learning. Mm-hmm. Waymaker. We relocated, and we needed two vehicles then, and we went and bought a car. And back during this time, they would allow you to take the car for a weekend. Oh, yes. I remember. And we took the car for a weekend while the dealership was reviewing our our paperwork. Yep. And the dealership called us back because we was going to finance through the dealership. Mm -hmm. And the dealership said no. So we had to take the car back. But then we went to a credit union. Mm -hmm. The credit union said yes. And I think... The interest rate was like three or four percent lower. Yes, and we didn't get a Mitsubishi Galant. Nope. We got a Mazda three two three, a Mazda Protege. At Mazda the Protege, title, yeah. At the time, and although it wasn't the vehicle that we wanted, Initially. we still got the vehicle we needed. Mm-hmm. The car note was less, and the interest rate was less. So Waymaker, God will make a way. Sometimes for you not to make stupid decisions, yeah. God will make a way if you if you pray. So there's a scripture in the Bible that says, "Pray about everything," and that means everything. Mm-hmm. God, should I buy this car? People think that's some God. His it says everything. Pray about some things. Everything. Pray about a few things. Everything. Pray about everything. Everything. And when you making a decision, pray about. You know, should I buy the car? Should I buy the boat? Should I buy the truck? Should I buy the house? Should I yeah. get move in this neighborhood? <laughs> All of that stuff. So we were able to get a vehicle with less interest, with um, with um, smaller car note, mm-hmm. and 
we we kept that car. I used to, I, man, yeah. that was a stick shift. I would, uh, stick shift, sunroof. It was a yeah. nice little car. Nice little car. And it worked for our family. And so we are so thankful when we look back over our life and see how God made a way for us. Those ways sometimes, a, a lot of times, was not our way, mm-hmm. but it was a better way. And that's something to think about, that sometimes we want to do it our way, but our way is not the right mm-hmm. way. Our way is our way. And we <laughs> and a lot of times we get in God's way trying to have our way. Yes. Let the way maker make a way. Make a way. Mm-hmm. I remember um again, this is this happened a long time ago, but I remember when they called us, we went on a Friday, got the car, the Mitsubishi. Mm-hmm. They called us, was like, hey, you gotta come back, something, 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 whatever. They didn't tell us to bring the car back. They just told us something was going on. So we was like, oh, okay. We drove up on the lot, and we noticed our car is still sitting there. Yeah, the car we was trading yeah, in. Yeah, we was like, huh, that's interesting. They didn't put it to the back <laughs> and sell it or do it. Yeah. <laughs> here, take your car. Oh, my goodness. It's right here still waiting for you. It's like, yeah, huh, our car is still there. Why is that? Yeah, <laughs> you might want to get this car and get on out of here. So <laughs> even after that, a few years later, we oh. went to the dealership. Again, this, this was about eight years later. Yeah, went to the dealership, and here we are about to purchase a truck. And the car note was would have been like eight, nine hundred dollars, somewhere around there. That ain't right. <laughs> and the dealership was so busy. There were so many people in the dealership that we literally was in that dealership all day. Yes. And I just remember saying, this was probably the first time I remember praying in the dealership. I was like, Lord, if something happened or if somebody come in here and it's not the salesman, we're leaving. And somebody came in and it wasn't the salesman. And so God was like, he helped us avoid getting us. He helped us avoid a $900, making a, a gigantic financial mistake. Right. But at the time... And hopefully this will help somebody. I think throughout that ordeal, while we were waiting and they were going back and forth and trying to crunch numbers and trying to make things work for us and, you know, have us wait because they had so many people there that day and all of that, we were praying and believing God by faith. Mm-hmm. We God going to make it work. Make it work. God, God going to make a way. That ain't right. We going to be able to <laughs> we going to be able to afford this vehicle however much it is. God going to make it work. Yep. And here we are, stupid as stupid as can be. Mm. At least we was being stupid together, but Yeah, that's we we've, we've always done it together. We've always been, yeah, yeah, we did it together. Yeah, but our faith has always been gun ho. Mm-hmm. You know, we can do it. Yes, God. We trust God. We believe God. And God said, mm, I'm going to believe you right on up out of this dealership without yep. this 900 uh, car note. Mm-hmm. And I think shortly thereafter, we started looking into buying a house Yeah, a um, couple of years later or whatever. And we knew that that $900 car note would have been a hindrance Definite. to us. Making a better investment. Real estate is definitely a better investment. Yeah. Um, but that that's just a few things where God has made a way whew, for us. And that's just uh, for cars. And we didn't go through everything else. We just we just wanted to share with you all that and even in 
in our example, even if you go through something and you seems like you're going through it again, because we just from the car example, that was three examples of us making um, either the wrong decision or going to make the wrong decision about the same thing. So sometimes in life, it can seem like, man, didn't we deal with this before? Mm -hmm. And if you don't deal with it, if you don't pass the test, then here comes another example. And my mom, she gave us like the perfect analogy for passing tests. Do you want to share? You want me to share? You want me to share? You pointing, looking at me, you want me to share? Yes, because you were the one. I was sitting there. I was gleaming. You were conversing, but I was gleaming. I was I was gleaning from her okay. too. Oh, I okay. Oh, I said gleaming. I yeah. was gleaning. Gleaming. <laughs> Glad this is you a wheel of fortune. You was gleaming and I was gleaning. <laughs> um our our yeah, I was gonna say our mother in law. Our mommy. Um, because she's my mommy too. Um, she was sharing with us, uh, woman of God. God bless you, Lucille. Um, sorry. Ooh, you called her by her first name. Oh, that ain't right. That ain't right. You think she'll <laughs> listen to podcasts? All right, family. Don't tell her I called her by the first name. Um, I didn't mean to do that out loud. But anyway, um, so she said she used the analogy that when you are in school, the teacher throughout the year is teaching and talking to you and giving you um, homework assignments and uh, instructions, instructions yeah. and answering your questions. And then there comes the time in school when it's time to take a test or a quiz. When that time comes, the teacher is not answering questions. The teacher is not uh giving instructions, the teacher is quiet. The analogy was based on God allows us to go through tests and trials, but he has already prepared us for those tests and trials. Prior to the test in the the trials, he gives us instructions, his word, or when we go to church and we listen to the pastor or different experiences, we get to ask questions, we get to learn from those things, so that when the tests come, we're prepared to pass the test. And you don't hear from the teacher during the test. The teacher is there, but you don't hear hear from the teacher. Yes, and I love, if you could close your eyes for a second and get a visual, my my mom in love, she was walking, pacing, showing us a teacher walk like a teacher walking through yeah, through the tables. The, yeah, up yeah, and down the aisle in the class. Observing mm-hmm. but not saying anything. That's how God is in our life. God is walking up and down and he is observing. And just remember, he is a waymaker. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. 
Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.